Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Searchcast, Season 2, Episode 14. I'm your host, Zach Martin. I'm Bailey Curtis. And we are powered by Belly Up Sports, and we're presented by Primal X Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and In the Clutch Apparel. And we got some preseason hockey, baby. Let's go. Hockey is officially Back. And if you're on the YouTube version, you might see our guest at the bottom of the screen. But before we introduce our fantastic guest, Bailey, how are you doing on this Wednesday? I am doing great. I'm still writing. I mean, I know it's preseason. It's only the first game of preseason, but I'm still kind of riding the high a little bit from last night's win. Uh, we saw some awesome work from the guys. Um, I've just been kind of chilling out trying to get, you know, my ducks in a row after that. How are you? <laughs> Uh, doing good. Uh, luckily, I'm done for the next two days from work because so I get to relax and stuff like that. Uh, we've gotten massively delayed multiple times just trying to get this recording because my fire alarm in the hotel that I'm still at decided to go off for like an hour straight. So that was a whole lot of fun just hearing that loud beeping. Yep. <laughs> like even headphones on, trying to play YouTube really loud. It, it was working for the most part, but uh, yeah, it was an ordeal. But you, but like I agree with you. Like I'm stoked. You know, we got Kentucky back last night. Mm-hmm. Watched on the, on the website. You know, Mike and Trip back at it again. I yeah. mean, it was just absolutely phenomenal. But we'll get into all that good stuff later on the show because we got we're going to talk about you know the roster cuts already have happened. Going to talk about game one. Just to get our thoughts and feelings, you know, what happened in the game, you know, who stood out to us, stuff like that. We're also going to do our Forgotten Canes, but we also got something really cool. It's non-Hurricanes related, but it still involves around hockey that I'm kind of excited to talk about. But before we get to all that good stuff, we do have a guest with us today. He is with the Hurricanes Report, formerly Home Ice Advantage, if you have listened to his stuff before his new podcast. We got Wes Ferns joining us today. Wes. How are you doing today, brother? Hello, sir. I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I've never done like a guest thing before. So this is my, <laughs> I'm a little nervous, honestly. Hopefully I don't screw it up, but I'm excited to be here. So just to hey. annoy your brother, let's make sure this video gets more views than uh, his brother I, Colin's I promise, guest. <laughs> I will listen to this 400 times. If that means. <laughs> yeah, go listen to the episode. Go watch it on YouTube. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna see which Fern's brother brings out the more uh, numbers. <laughs> and we'll see how that goes because I know Colin was like trying his best to go beat Bailey's current score uh, for most downloads for an episode. So I, we'll we'll see which 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 Fern 
brings the most foliage <laughs> of numbers <laughs> to the things. I, I'm sorry, I had to. Yeah, you're good, you're good. That was after the whole what it was it letter Kenny pun thing. You, you've oh, been that on was a roll lately. that was so great. <laughs> And you know what? It's just another cog in the machine to keep this thing rolling. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll spring. The, I'll explain the cock thing later. But I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just so many hockey pun. The Letter Kenny hockey pun video. I have to say this real quick. If you haven't seen it yet, I posted it on my personal. There's like three different. There's like they did like three. It's like broken into three different parts, but it's so great. But I might just try like do a thread of just all three of them together just for people to watch them. But <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, it's they're so, so great. great. That whole it's show it, is so good. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, it's incredible. so great. I need to finish it. Like, I've been severely lacking on my watching and things. I need to finish Shorzy before I go and watch Letter Kenny. I've, I've been slacking. Shorzy's like six episodes. You I know, like but in the afternoon. I've been busy, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> Kids these days with their attention spans and not finishing a show in three hours. Oh, my gosh. You watch hockey games a lot that are shorter than that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. anyway. Anywho, but um, yeah, Wes, definitely glad to have you on. I know it's fine because we had we had your brother last week. We got you this week, so it's just like the Fern family is just trying to take over and just be the guest <laughs> of the show. So, <laughs> yeah. what? I'll have my dad here next week, and I have another brother too. There's six oh my total. So, oh my oh, god, yes. Six, six straight weeks of the ferns just yeah. taking over. It's just here's my said... right uncle twice removed. You said, well, "Hey guys, what's going on?" Oh, fantastic! But you know, going to our you know first, I know it, it's not hot. It's not hurricanes related. But kind of also is. Zach was very excited when he saw this. Oh, like like I'm a, like I've been getting the NHL games for as long as I can remember. Like my first NHL game was like NHL '94 on the Super Nintendo, and then you know playing some 2K a little bit. But the EA version, I've been playing that since like '03 when Iggy was on the cover. If that mm. says anything, and that's like PS2 days. Which yeah, I will I will one day get a PS2 refurbished buy that game. And play the heck out of that because first NHL game I ever played was I think NHL 10 on the PS2, but I could uh, be wrong. That's that's I think PS2 or PS3, something like that. Yeah, I said like I, I do have to say on four to the last great NHL game for EA was 14 with Broder on the cover. Everything after that's been all right. But I, I think the last greatest one they did was 14 when they did like be a pro and stuff like that. But I mean I hate Broder too, and I so I I, I skipped. I, I refused to buy it. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and She's got like 13, 15 just because. Yeah, like, but it, it's been so downhill ever since. But and I've like, I've got a lot of buddies who play. And they're like, oh, like, I have a lot of buddies who go back and will play that on the, the 360. I'm like, I ref- uh, on yeah. principle, I will not engage. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So 13 will be fine. Just can't do 14. But I mean, honestly, though, it's like, it's. It's been a little bit downhill. It's been kind of like, eh, it is what it is. I want a storyline, like an actual storyline of what they did for FIFA, what they've done for mm-hmm. Madden and all that. Like, like the new, like, be a pro-ish thing that kind of have is kind of cool. Like, there is somewhat of a storyline, but it's kind of like, you don't really get to hear your player talk. You don't really get to do, it's just kind of like set answers. It's not really anything, like, super extravagant. I want to see, like, a story of like you know two like 2k like nba 2k's done their thing for a while mm-hmm. like i said madden and fifa like we want to see something like that for hockey yeah. give us something like that but i mean 
it is what it is. I know, but I know franchise mode. That's the one I usually play myself. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people have been like clamoring for a, like a revamped franchise mode because it's been kind of the same. Yeah. And they thought like they thought like the fog of war was going to do something. Oh, it's true scouting. You will know until you actually scout the players and do everything else. And you're like, I don't have that kind of time. No. It's such so, like, a miss too if you do invest the time and it's like, ha ha, you bet wrong. That's not fun. Like, it's not no. like. Real isn't fun necessarily, mm-hmm. you know. Like, oh yeah, you're... yeah. Like, I just turned fog of war off. I'm like, I'm just gonna go just, like, just like old school. Like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Unless you actually put hours into it, but it's not like you're gonna like, you know, do everything like they did in 22. Yeah. In, in 21, I'm like, no. But the thing with 23 is, I'm actually really excited about. I mean, I was gonna get the game anyway because I'm a hockey nerd and I just mm-hmm. love hockey games. They have the thing for they were EA released it on their Twitter and Instagram. And I kind of wanted to post it, you know, on I, I wanted to talk about because I thought it'd be kind of fun. They're doing a custom leagues on franchise mode now. Mm-hmm. Like their screenshot literally had 48 teams in the league. And it's like okay. you know, it's like you do conference. It's like the way they have it too, it's like they have it by just from the screen grab, like they do like division realignment stuff like that, the basic stuff, but then they have like NHL league setup, NHL schedule, and the NHL standings format, which I'm kind of curious to see what that's gonna look like. But then on the league setup, you got like number of teams, it says like 48 conferences to divisions four, you know, the cal- salary cap, cap inflations, pay scaling, and all that. They can actually let you put the max and the min for the salary caps. And then player salary max and mins and the rookie salary maxes. You can like set all oh. that up, which I thought it's really cool. Like, because like on their screen, they have like a 2.5 million. Okay. For the max, max cap salary min was like 60.2 million. Like player max salary, 16 and a half million dollars for one guy. Yeah. Romanos Jr. is going to buy a version of this game and like slash the salary floor and be like, yes, finally. Like that'll be history. A that'll realistic be- game yeah. for us. Yes. Five mil. It'll be fine. It'll, yeah. The, yeah. The, ro- the roster is literally set for like $35 million and that's it. It's like, he sets so league it. minimum to like $10,000 and he's, he's just like, <laughs> he's like happy crying. It's like, Oh, this is such a great day. Yes. I know. <laughs> Yeah, but the, like the fact that their actual screen grab says forty-eight teams, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine four divisions of forty-eight teams. Like that would be absolutely stupid. But then yeah. I started thinking about it. I'm like, if the format and they could let's do the format in the playoff, like stuff like that. I would. This is what I would do for mine. I would easily go back to the one the seeds one through eight for the playoffs. No more of this division matchups and then it's like you go and you know the two three play each other then like the number one two seed and the two seed in the east play like the wild card teams Mm -hmm. and then like they keep playing their divisions until they get to like the conference final no Mm -hmm. none of that we're going back to the old school one through eight and see what happens if you're the eight seed and you lose okay well then there you go it is what it is that's how i would do it i'll go back to the old school one through eight and I would easily read the. I would realign to the divisions, because I because you can I, you can you place certain teams in certain divisions. Oh yeah, that's that's what the division realignment section would be because I know on the, on the games now, um, on the games now you can rearrange teams to different divisions. Like you can move like I know before they added the Kraken, okay. you could you could move like Columbus or Detroit 
mm-hmm. back to either the, you can like set Detroit back to the west if you wanted to. Okay. And do all that. So that so for me, if you're able to do that with like divi- like no, different division numbers and stuff like that, how many teams, I would easily remake the southeast division i was gonna say yep yeah and then this is this is what my southeast division would look like washington nashville carolina tampa and florida bring back the five team divisions yeah no more of this eight team division stuff bring back (laughs) bring back divisions where you have five teams in there and i i I revamp the southeast division yeah and just add nashville like part of the problem with how things are set up now is that everything is like you said like Everything's in division. You literally don't play in the playoffs out of division until the the conference finals. But you don't actually play in your division all that much because you you have to play everybody else twice. So to yeah. me, I, like you've to like you've got to pick a side. Either it's one through eight, which I think <laughs> it makes sense to, to have everybody. You know, it, it helps to have Toronto in your building, right? That just is what it is. Who cares? But then yeah. just have it be one through eight. Like the division doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, we, we played the Islanders three times last year. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's that's how I would do it. I would go back to the old school NHL version of it, of how they did it, where it's like, here's your division. You will like you figure out the schedule because you can figure out the schedule. You still play everyone like the normal amount. It's just you just have not an eight team division. Mm-hmm. You just have your normal division to try to figure out how you realign it. Now you might have to throw some teams into weird in like weird divisions and conferences. Just because the Western because the Western Conference is so spread out, you kind of have to figure out how you're going to maneuver that around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not bad to do. I mean, heck, just do like what Seattle, Anaheim, L.A., San Jose. Uh, what what was Vancouver? Oh, Vancouver. So there you go. There, there's your Pacific Division right there, just mm-hmm. with those five, and then do like then do like a a random division of like Arizona, Colorado, and Dallas, and St. Louis and Chicago. Mm-hmm. Then you just gotta figure out what you're gonna do with like Calgary and Winnipeg and Edmonton mm-hmm. with some with some rando. Oh, Minnesota. Just do Minnesota and put those guys together or something like that. They're basically Canadian too, so you can Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you can, yeah, like you could meet you could easily make re, uh, revamp divisions work. It's just how you're gonna play that out. But for the fact that EA is kind of doing custom leagues now, you can like do a division different division numbers and all that. Oh, I'm so I'm so stoked. If you had to rank mode. in your in your like new revamped Southeast Division, if you mm-hmm. had to rank like your personal from like rivalry that you couldn't not even really a rivalry, like couldn't care less about to like right. true blue rival, where would you rank it one through I guess four? Oh, oh, for me, I would definitely have to say it's Nashville one because of the the proximity of them being so close together. Mm-hmm. Now you're not in the different. Now you're not in different conferences. You're in the same division, and like the distance isn't that far. Like you can easily make it to Nashville to Raleigh in, in like in a day if you really wanted to. Like mm-hmm. like I think that'd be a great rivalry right there in, in the, the division itself. Mm-hmm. And then I would say probably Washington because you know there, there's not it's not like animosity, but I feel like there's kind of a little bit of something there. Or that would say probably Tampa than Florida. Florida is just a nuisance, but I mean they've only gotten like they were good last season. Yeah, so it wasn't there's like, like no history there. Yeah, there's, there's really a little no, bit of history, but nothing yeah. special. Yeah, I would say you could almost flip Tampa and Washington if you really thought about it. It just depends on the you know 
the year and like how the how they how they play each other. I think well, I know Tampa and Carolina play each other. It's it's a tough game, but it's, I think Carolina and Washington has had more history recently. Yeah, but yeah. but no, if you if you give me Nashville and our new revamp Southeast Division, oh, instant instant rivalry. Because you talk think about this though, two legit Southern markets in a in a city like Nashville and Raleigh, just straight up tailgates. You know, mm-hmm. barbecue against barbecue. Yeah. Like, you can have, like, so many, like, different things happen. Just not even on, like, not even on ice, just off ice between mm-hmm. the fan bases. It would be I, absolutely fantastic. Well, like, what would, you, what would your rank be, Wes, for the new revamp Southeast? I hate the Capitals <laughs> a lot. Right. A lot, I mean, a lot. Right. So, they might be number one. I will say... Before the pandemic season, it would have been Caps, Lightning, Panthers, Nashville. I actually kind of liked Nashville. Right. But you, you you had what? Was it eight games apiece? Right? So you played them eight times in the regular oh, season. Yeah. And six in the regular season. There were two of your like four or five preseason games the yeah, next season. It, and then you, I think yeah. they were game three at the start of last season. I was like, have I never – in my life, see the Nashville Predators again. It'll be too soon. Yeah, right. Then play. Then we actually play them in the playoffs too. And it's like, bro, I'm so tired of these guys. Yeah, it, it was. It's just, please go away. So they would yeah. be up there. They'd probably be number two for me. Uh, right. Lightning Panthers. They've both got. They actually both have different. Um, game eighty two beat the Canes. They don't make the playoffs in that like decade long. Yeah playoff slump so there's a little bit of like yeah. animosity there but like you said other than that tampa's good so there's a rivalry there and florida's good so you, like you want to beat them but i don't yeah. you know not on the same level that the caps yeah. might be at yeah i, I hate yeah. when we lose to the caps that like the day is shot it doesn't matter <laughs> we lose to tampa you just shrug and you're like all right you know yeah i remember that is. one game last season uh it was like a matinee game and they didn't call like the slash because yep. it was like on the same like offsides call, whatever. Yeah, there was they already a delayed penalty. Offside, yeah. Or yeah. whatever. I don't know. It was yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I hate playing the caps and losing to them yeah. because it's it's, just, it, it's it's a mood it's, dampener. It is. It's the worst. So Bailey, what would your revamped division rivalry for you look like for the new for the new Southeast Division if See, we had one? And I feel like I wasn't around and didn't have a great knowledge of hockey to like be able to give my good uh, input on this. Um, it'd probably be Capitals number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa two. Okay. Um, Nashville oh, three, Florida four. No, that's fair. I mean, it's. Just, I think Christopher just for how nashville is is like it's just more of a recent thing but they're just so like <laughs> the pandemic season mm-hmm. and then playing them in the playoffs like yep. just made it so much worse it's just how their fans are yeah but i'm also thinking too like for me like i'm putting them one just for the potential hatred right yeah the potential hatred there yeah, yeah like yeah. the potential hatred would be so perfect for a nashville carolina like rivalry mm-hmm. between the two teams because like i said they're not like it's a good it's a would be a, a good drive between nashville and, and raleigh but i still think like it would still be intense just because the fact that like, you're right next door to each other statewide mm-hmm. you know barbecue against barbecue culture against culture it would be 
it would be so epic. Like that that would be a fantastic Southeast division mm-hmm. that like SE 2.0 would easily top the former Southeast because it, it was yeah. Atlanta, Washington, Florida, and Tampa, but Florida was never good. Atlanta was never good. Washington was so-so, and even Tampa was so-so. And I think Carolina kind of had more of a leg up on the division for the most part, mm-hmm. unless, you know, like Tampa got hot at a certain time, like 0405 or 0304, they kind of got hot. And then Florida there for a little bit maybe, and then Washington when they got OV, but it was kind of like it never really came to fruition of a, of a, of a solid division. Yeah, I think this 2.0 division, like if it ever did happen, which I'm excited to try out in 23, oh, it's gonna be just, it's gonna be absolutely fantastic. And I would love, I would pay to see a new, a newer Southeast division yeah. if it ever came to fruition. It's funny that you brought it up too, because I was actually, my dad is a huge hockey fan. I was talking to him the other day about, because you're right, like every year, four fifths of the Southeast division was like normally pretty bad like 500 yeah. or less, but there was yeah. always one outrageous team that got to beat up on these, you know, cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. went in the playoffs with this great record. Actually, this is a, like a Wesley hot take. When they announced the the Winter Classic or Stadium Series or whatever, the outdoor game yeah, called, yeah. I thought it should have been Nashville. Because I oh, think, yeah. to your point, uh, non-traditional hockey markets, both very fun uh fan bases and colors and they're just kind of weird teams they're not afraid to do new things uh there's absolutely recently they would tell you they're the loudest place in hockey we would tell you we're the loudest place in hockey and you had i I like or liked nashville and then the pandemic and the start of last year i never ever ever again so so, and i feel like you had this kind of momentum to like make it fun. Like it doesn't always have to be non-traditional versus traditional. The like only have... sorry, continue. My bad. Just you, you can have other fun. You can have a game on prime time, and it doesn't have an original sixteen. Right, and the only yeah. thing that kind of I think got in the way of them doing it this season was the fact that they are going overseas. Um, at least I'm pretty sure they're going to play over in Finland with Colorado, if I'm remembering that correctly. Something yeah. so. like that. Yeah, that would have been. And they yeah. had the draft and an all star, yep. and they had one last year. Like, there's, yeah. they're actually getting a lot of stuff in Nashville, but it would have been, it would have been, it would have been cool, yeah. regardless. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the fact that it's like, oh, it's OV, it's the Caps, they're kind of close to Carolina. It's just like mm-hmm. they're they're trying to they're trying to build off of like what the, the most and the energy say, is like, there. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Because I mean, just seeing us, like we know, like we we get down. Yeah, yeah, things don't go our way against them. So I think they're relying on that energy and that kind of dislike from us for them, and like bands or vice versa. Yeah. So I, I lost that day for sure. That'll be. Oh really, really gosh, fun. no! <laughs> I I'm not going to my first ever stadium series one, slash winter classic game at my first ever game in Carter Finley because I've never been there. But I'm a massive Wolfpack Wolfpack fan, but I've never been in the Carter Finley. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them lose. <laughs> In a, in, a, in a stadium series game Mm-mm. in Carr Finley, even though I'm like, flying out from Colorado, they can't lose. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, even though my UNC co-host here, it's a whole thing. It's a whole it, thing. 
it sucks too because they're obviously pretty banged up right now. So, yeah. but everybody starts to come back in that late December, early January. It's like, no, 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 please. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Just like Yorkshire Sturkin Sturkin decided to wake up in the playoffs when he plays Carolina but does nothing against Pittsburgh. Oh, if, if only Pittsburgh just won one more mother effing Pittsburgh, game. you didn't do your jobs. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. Okay, speaking of Pittsburgh, real quick, Jeff Petrie, early candidate for scumbag of the season. Did you either yeah. one of you see the tweet mm-hmm. that I put out today? No. Uh, no. Yeah, sucker punched a Red Wings player in the back of a head. In the back or of at least head. tried. And I think I think he kind of whiffed on it. Yeah, it looks like he kind of caught the back end of his shoulder. I caught the back of his helmet. But, but like, he was going like, for the back of the head, and that's a dangerous move. It's it the is preseason too. You know? Game game one in the preseason. I mean, I mean, Jeff Petrie is a hab, so I guess it kind of makes sense too. But it's just <laughs> Pittsburgh's got a Pittsburgh. But I'm like, really, he's like, hey, you already lost five thousand dollars in the season that hasn't even started yet. I'm like, all right, well, there's your early candidate for scumbag of the season. Yeah. So there you go. That's tough. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep that tweet and just start, just keep adding videos to that thread and at the end of the year, and be like, all right, here's your top four, pick your favorite one, and here's your scumbag of the season. That might be fun. Yeah. It actually would be because you know there's gonna be a lot of shenanigans. It's just I gotta be on Twitter at the right time to catch it. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's one of the, it's just like, yeah, not another hot hurricane. Super quick, but Jeff Petrie, do better. Don't be that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. But no, I'm excited for NHL 23 to come out. I'm re- I'm excited to re- realign some divisions and just having an awesome time playing franchise mode. So just gotta make sure Bailey gets one because I know you're still waiting on 22. So just get 23. Yeah, I've already might. told Grant he's saving up to get FIFA 23. So I was like, Grant, if you're saving up to get FIFA 23, I'm saving up to get NHL 23. So just be prepared <laughs> for that. And he was like, okay. Yeah, because if you're on the PS4, we're definitely teaming up for some shell mm-hmm. then as well. Because I need some teammates. Yeah, I need team for shell. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna figure something out. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Take care of your property with equipment you can count on, like the Kubota BX and L01 Series Compact Tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, and Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles, where durability meets speed. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit GoKubota.com for a dealer near you. But so we're we're getting go back into, into the Canes related content. Yeah, back into the Canes. I know twenty something minutes in. I'm sorry, but we had to talk about that because it's exciting. Because it's just something that's going to be very interesting. That I'm kind of excited to try out. We do have some roster cuts as of late already into camp. So Bailey, if for those who somehow missed it, uh, can you let them know who's already been assigned to their junior teams? Yeah, so Walt Ruff made the post, I think, three days ago, uh, announcing that Bobby Orr, Bryce Montgomery, and Jacob Vondras have been cut and reassigned to their uh, respective junior teams. So Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. 
it is what I thought. Bobby Orr did a really great job. Like you heard of you heard of him a lot on the on the showcase. You know, he's got a lot of good speed, good hands. You know, it's, the kid's young too, so I'm really yes, excited to no. see what. It, it's funny when people are like Bobby Orr. I'm like, not the not Bobby that Orr, one, not that one. But we have another Bobby Orr. But I yeah. I thought he did great in the showcase games and just everything I write up about this kid. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what he does. You know, get some more games in you know in uh, the juniors. Mm-hmm. Give this kid a few years to develop, and he's definitely yeah. going to be a menace for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Wes, like, do you did you catch any of the prospect games? Did you see any of these I'll guys? Like, just... Some of the prospect games. It's it's incredible that year over year, all we do is hemorrhage defensemen, and you're like, <laughs> well, at some point, this is this is just got to get it. Net, knock on wood. Yeah, right. <laughs> not yet, right? Right. And, uh, so, yeah, the thing I like about uh, or two specifically is that he does seem like a lot of times in prospect games, you'll see younger kids where they really just, they're almost moment hunting. If that makes any sense for like, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. Yeah. a cross goal or they just kind of want their bright spots to get, and there's nothing wrong with that per se, but he's I mean, it's called really the showcase. Up- yeah. So. He yeah. really upset the couple times that he misplayed or maybe didn't get it on the tape. Right. was in some right. gates and stuff. Those yeah. are the. It's always hard to tell with prospects. I try to never get like too excited because you, you just never, you mm-hmm. never know, right? Yeah, that's and, yeah. Unless you're like Patrick Hamela and just absolutely just you know stopping a million pucks, mm-hmm. yeah, or or your passion, like you said, doing doing what he does, or you know Blake Murray scoring a couple goals and with a with an OT winner. So I mean, I, yeah. I like that attitude with kids going into juniors. So oh, that, yeah. that's a. That's a thumbs up for me. Jameis Jameson Reese at all of 5'10 trying to fight a 6'6 predator. That was fun. <laughs> I was enjoying mm-hmm. that. It's like, like, buddy, all right. please. <laughs> it's like this dude, this dude is almost a foot taller than him. He's like, I don't care. I'll fight you regardless. I'm embodying Pyotr Kachekov. Come at me. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 the reverse of the Pyotr Kachekov looking at a short Brad Marchand. It's like the you don't want. I this could smoke. step on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it's like you don't want this smoke, bud. <laughs> Go pee your escar somewhere else. <laughs> you yeah. you could blame Winnipeg for that, not Carolina. So nice try, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know, but yeah, it's it, like it's it, like you were kind of saying with these cuts and whatever. I mean, it's not too too much to kind of overthink about. It's just a matter no. of these kids are young; they have great years ahead of them and all this is saying is they need more development before they have a chance to kind of come up and play uh in the ahl for like in a higher up part of the franchise yeah of course and then like you think about it too it's like they still have like they're not Mm -hmm. under professional contracts they're still they're still under the rights of the team it's just they're in their chl eligible seasons Mm -hmm. which i mean every team's going to take advantage of that unless you're you know you're Seth Jarvis, where you're just stupid good regardless. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, here you go. But it's just it's just the team using the advantage of having the CHL. Like, all right, well, we're going to send you back to G- or you know, wherever their junior team is. We'll just send you back there, and you can still get your development, still get your playing time. And it's not going to hurt the cap in the AHL or the ECHL and stuff like that. It just gives them more time to get ready, like you said, Bailey. So it's just – it's. It's not surprising. We're going to see a lot more of these cuts. I mean, they brought like 47 skaters and six mm-hmm. goalies to this training camp. It's yep. 
because you know, you know it's not all of them are going to stay and stuff like that. So it's just inevitable. Even way. Rod was kind of saying, I mean, we know for the most part what this roster for the Canes is going to look like this year. Yeah, it's just it's just a matter of figuring out that Wolves roster and putting everybody where they think they will prosper best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or, or figuring out who your fourth line and your third D pairs and your seventh defenseman. Yeah. So that's really about it. Other than that, it's not so bad. And whoever your scratches are, mm-hmm. you know, good thing we're not Don Waddell and the you know coaching staff. We have to figure that out. So yeah. have fun with that. So uh, it is what it is. But we are going to take a quick break uh, to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. And when we do come back, we're going to dive into game one of the preseason that we just played. If you're listening to the podcast last night, which was Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it was two nights ago. So we're going to jump into that, and then we're going to do our Forgotten Kane segment as well. But we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, everyone? We'll get back to the references of the episode after we talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast. First sponsor we're going to talk about is our original OG number one sponsor, and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for any hockey equipment, if you're talking indoor or outdoor, pucks, sticks, tape, apparel, anything like that, Primo X Hockey is the place to go. If you go to PrimoXHockey.com, they have an amazing sort of, of options for stick tapes, stick guards, pucks for indoor and outdoor, laces, all that type of good stuff. Definitely need to check them out. And the good thing, too, is they do ship across the United States for free. Or if you're in the Raleigh area, you can actually pick up at their warehouse, which I've been there before. It's a really great facility. It's really kind of cool how they have that place set up. So I would definitely say if you're in the area, go check them out because why not support local, especially in the Raleigh area with the fact that they're also amazing Kaniacs as well. So if you go to PrimoXHockey.com and if you use the code SEARCHCAST at checkout, you get 20% off your order. And it helps and lets them know that we sent you there and it helps us at the podcast as well. So like I said, definitely a great group of guys. Definitely need to go check them out at PrimoXHockey.com. Use SearchCast for 20% off your order, and make sure to go check them out on their socials at PrimoXHockey. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. Next up, we have our amazing sponsor in Level Up Snacks, formerly Shocked Hydrate. Uh, Amazing, awesome group of people and uh, company over there. Um, If you're looking for some quality snacks and drinks, uh, definitely go check them out. Uh, you can use code uh, SurgeCast for 10% off of your order. Um, amazing sponsor th- of the podcast. We're super lucky to be working with them. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Uh, you can go check out their socials on Twitter at Level Up Snacks. Like I said, 10% off code SurgeCast. Go check them out. Uh, next up, we have our wonderful sponsor at In The Clutch Apparel. If you are looking for some awesome vintage sports apparel, um, I know they have uh, some Whalers merch on there. If you are fellow Hurricanes fans, you will definitely enjoy uh, products coming from them. Not just vintage sports and hockey, though. They have uh, baseball, football, anything your heart desires. Definitely go check them out. Um, And we also have merch on there as well. Uh, if you're looking for a hoodie for the upcoming fall winter season or just a t-shirt to come and rep the amazing surge cast, uh, go check them out. You can use code surge at checkout for 10% off there as well. And our, lastly, the sponsor is not only of the podcast, but it's more so of belly up as a whole. 
and that is Canada dips. If you're looking for an everyday way to try to you know wind down from a tough day or just try and get through the days that in general, I would definitely say check out Canada dips. They're a great CBD company um, out of California. And the good thing is it's hemp only, no THC. So you can just take them whenever you can. They're coming in little pouches, about 10 milligrams, 150 milligrams per can. So you get about 15 pouches of those. They're really great to have. I know for me, it definitely helps with my anxiety. It helps with, you know, the joint pains and like all the, you know, playing sports and stuff like that. I've used them a lot. I know a lot of people around Billy Up Sports have used them, and I definitely would recommend these things to anyone. Uh, if you're looking for a way to help you just get through your day and try to wind down and try to get some relaxation and zen into your life. A lot of great flavors. we got the Palmy, which is black tea. they got the new ice cream sundae, which is really good. they got mango. they got watermelon and pina colada and a bunch of other different ones. they even got the, you know, the normal classics like winter green and stuff like that. So definitely go check them out. If you go to canadipscbd.com and then slash belly up 20, then you'll, that's the link that you can go to and go on the website and order from there as well. Or if not, just go to canadipscbd.com and at checkout, use belly up 20 and you'll get 20% off your order. And it actually helps out the global brand of belly up sports. If you go use that discount code, of belly up 20 i couldn't recommend these guys enough they're great they're amazing so definitely check out candidates at candidatescbd.com or just normal candidates.com if you're looking for more of something else past just the normal hemp cbd type stuff but definitely have to go check them out so that we can help us the podcast and also belly up as a whole so without further ado let's send it back to the rest of the episode and we are back um so we did have a preseason game, which we said on the top of the show, which finally, finally, we got some we got some mm-hmm. hockey. I know it's preseason, but I don't care. We got hockey back. It was fun. We got Mike. We got Trip. You know, I love the, um, the fact that they use the Jumbotron feed mm-hmm. as the game feed because you, you got the cheaters never win, yep. which is always phenomenal. Always. I, th- I thought that was just so great. But, I mean, Wes and Bailey – it might be a dumb question, but I got to ask anyway. Did either one of you catch this game? Absolutely, I did. I actually, I actually went to it. So, hey, that's right. Hockey. I remember because I, I saw your uh, your photo from the, the the usual jumbotron shot where you guys always get Walt in his suits when he's mm-hmm. when, uh, when he's doing the. Uh, I was hoping. So I, I don't know if we've ever even discussed this on uh, Home Ice before or not, but there was a game early in the year last year where Rangers were in town. It's obviously a tough building to be in. We were yeah. up maybe 5-0, 4-0, something like that. Something it was like a good that. time to be there. Yeah. And uh, I might have had a couple of adult beverages. And Just he came few. out, and he's a well-dressed man, right? Like, what do yeah. you going to say? So I just start shouting his name as loud as I possibly can. <laughs> and I'm sure he's never heard me, but there were not a lot of people in there last night. And I was, I thought to myself, if he was there and if he did it, Tonight might be the night where he'll finally be like, who is this maniac shouting my name from across the building? Oh, I know. That's fantastic. But the thing, yeah, like we had Walt on last week as well. And like he showed us like the candid shot of where his seat is on press row. 
right at the ice and i'm like oh this is just phenomenal like we literally got bird's eye view from press row Mm -hmm. with walt last week it was just and i hate it because he had showed us before we started recording too and you could actually see the logo and i hate during the actual feed like it just kind of differences in brightness in the thing like you couldn't actually see like the logo and clear view Uh, of like all the paint and whatever but it was so cool it's so, so uh, I get to be there in two weeks and I'm so excited. Ah, we are, I don't, <laughs> me, me and Kat and a few other Cat Hunter and a few other people are trying to figure out a tailgate for the home opener. So mm-hmm. we're super stoked for that. But no, just the whole thing was just so great. And Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. So I was actually able to watch it, you know, on the computer, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm unfortunately a little too far away to do that. And not as far as Bailey, but you know, within within proximity of North Carolina <laughs> to the to some extent. But on, like I know me and Bailey did a we did a Twitter space before the game. We did our predictions. I predicted five two. I think Bailey, you said five three. I, get, I was like, yeah, you got to give the Tampa Bay Lightning a little bit of credit. I mean, they made it to the Stanley Cup final last year. And they had not and, a lot of their not a lot of their starters were in. Yeah, not, I mean, not a lot of the starters, but it's still overall like a really talented franchise. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you have to give them more credit. I'm going to yeah. give 5-3. And I was kind of fighting. It, it, like, I, I don't know. It kind of came to bite me in the butt. I expect that because we obviously had more of our, you know, regular, I just air quoted, NHL roster. <laughs> Yeah, so, but I thought that is like once we went up four zero, I was like, all right, well now you're gonna see the fourth line get first line mm-hmm. minutes. You oh, reshuffle yeah. it, and that really didn't happen. Like, they kept they kept rolling all four lines. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, whatever, whatever floats <laughs> boat. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I think too because the fact that Rod's trying to get stats and he kind of involved and you know Coglin and and Pedersen and all those guys, so I can kind of see why he kept trying to just keep everyone together. And figure it out. So I mean, it kind of makes sense. But the fact that they were like four nothing, like two goals in the span of like a minute thirty five is just. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like I know it's preseason, but the power play unit was on it last night. Like I even phenomenal. made a tweet beforehand after the first power play unit, which was it. Like they ran a pretty good unit that first power play that yeah. they had, but I was like. So the Canes still can't score in the power play. Good to know. I know where my expectations lie for the upcoming season. Then they ended up going three and five for the night yeah. on the power play. And I was like, well, bye. I, yeah. Yeah. Take yeah, that jinx, back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bailey, jinx something else for the Hurricanes. And they actually be really good in. And just be like, we'll see how that works out. But Canes aren't going to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Did I talk about <laughs> it uh, on the feed where – because, like, from my perspective, I, I took a, a friend who's never 
been he'd never been to a hockey game in his life. And one of the things I joked with him after the first, I was like, it's very Hurricanes hockey that we're out scoring or out shooting them 15 5 and we don't have a goal. Yeah. They, I, I felt like. That? I don't think they did mention that on the feed, but I thought that as soon as I saw the stats after the game was over, I was like, yeah, this, oh, this is very Hurricanes esque. Oh, you know, they, they kind of, they were kind of roundabout way of saying it. Yep. Sounds about right. 15 4. Yeah. Yeah. I thought good. in the like, second and third there was more of an attempt of hey maybe less hunting for the most grade a of grade a chances forever and maybe occasionally like that one jarvis goal and oh the, man like, we fantastic. could get a little bit more of that going in a, in a couple different mm-hmm. games this year like that to me is yeah. the that's yeah. the stuff i wanted to see like oh for sure he looked good like he looked rust free yeah yeah freddy no problem sir i do have so the Svechnikov goal on the power play, just an absolute fantastic wow. one-timer. Like me and Kane stats on Twitter, we're all making a joke because we all know he can hit a slapper. But when he hit it, mm-hmm. I tw- I tweeted out, "Uh oh," <laughs> like, you know, because <laughs> like because I don't know if either you used to be Happy Gilmore, but it's like Happy learned how to putt. Uh oh, mm-hmm. I basically did the same thing. <laughs> Svechnikov's learning how to do some slappers. Uh oh. Well, even Trip Tracy was kind of talking about it on the feed a little bit too, and how, like, in the like preseason prep, whatever, like he's been working more on those one timers and those slappers, and because he he's good at them, but he never really utilized them last year, and so I I feel like like being able to see that as the first ever goal for the season, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, the first preseason goal is an absolute bomb. By Svechnikov, yeah. like the fact that me, Kane Stats, and even Walt Ruff tweeted at Kane Stats and said, You're the first person I thought of when I saw that goal. And I'm like, That's absolutely fantastic. Even <laughs> Walt's like, Yeah, yeah, we know you've talked about it, but it's just, mm-hmm. because, because the EA logic is an absolute yeah. joke when it comes to Svechnikov or just one timers in general because they can never figure out how to do a one timer correctly in the game without whiffing mm-hmm. or just hitting it right at the goalie. But no, that goal by Svetch was just absolutely fantastic. But it's just the great, just the joking around of like, uh oh, someone's figured out how to do a slapper. It's just, I wonder if that's not the next step in the power play, too. Cause in the like COVID year, right? Or right. COVID year part two, that was basically <laughs> yeah. your power play, right? Is that Dougie would be at the top and he'd look around and eventually they'd throw it to Svetch and they'd be like, you've got a tremendous shot, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then, then you yeah. kind of started getting, he would have it and then he would send those cross ice passes to Ajo got a lot of them. And yeah. Turbo have, Turbo got really got good at him this last year too. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you'd hit him and then they started, they started boxing you out and they'd let uh, Tony D'Angelo get as much space as he wanted. Cause he doesn't, he's got a fine wrister, but he, he's not like, you don't think of his shot when you think of TDA. And that's when things started to dry up. So I wonder if the next step isn't, all right, well, we're just going to also occasionally just let Svetch come from the other side of the ice and, like, rain hell upon mm-hmm. – or heck, sorry. <laughs> no. Upon, no, uh, you're good. No, you're good. <laughs> we're keeping that in. You're fine. Or like you say, or even Brent Burns, because Brent Burns has got a massive bomb too. So it's yeah. like him hitting some bombs. Now, if you want to talk about guys hitting some bombs from the blue line oh. – so I mentioned earlier the cog in the machine, Dylan Coglin or Cogs as we're going to call him because it seems like a lot of people on Twitter are all for the Cogs. Mm-hmm. So it's his, it's his nickname now. Dylan Coglin is now called Cogs. 
And oh my absolute goodness, that bomb that he had from the blue line, that somehow Paul Stastny, with the hand-eye coordination of a Greek god, somehow just taps it in with no issues. A fantastic tip to get the other power play goal to make it 2-0. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this. I mean, you get that from Paul Stastny. He's been in the league for a long time. Ranger, or no, sorry, not Ranger. Avalanche, Winnipeg. You know, like he's he's been around the block a few times with some of these teams. You're going to get what you get out of him. And obviously that's welcome to Carolina. You know, Mr. Stadsley, nice tip in goal. But that slapper from Dylan Coughlin, oh, my it's absolute beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so great. It like, only feels like with him, too. And I know it's one game and you don't want to re- overreact to the right, yeah, first of preseason game. Yeah. But I am already sold on the mm. – uh, what's his name? Jalen Chatfield. Oh, uh, third yeah. Like, I, yeah, I like yeah. him there. I think he'll be a good player in the league. Maybe he's your yeah. seventh defenseman. Maybe you move him yeah. for a fifth or something. Yeah. I'm very sold on those two already. Yeah. So the, yeah, those two would be great. I could definitely see maybe Chatfield being a seventh and then like maybe like a Bear Coglin type thing or whatever they do with DeHaan too. I mean, the thing that I didn't expect is Chatfield's got some speed on him. He yeah. does, yeah. He's always had speed in Chicago. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunately it's hard to watch Chicago games up paying for AHL TV. We've mentioned this a million times. The feed's not so great, so it is what it is. But if being he didn't able have to stone for hands, he'd be a five million dollar player. Like mm-hmm. he'd be yeah, fast, very smart, a little bit of a pain in the butt, right? And a very yeah. Carolina Hurricanes yeah. play where just a little bit in your ear after every whistle. I I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah I like him too. Yeah, it's just it, the stick work and the hand work still needs to get a little bit better. I could, de- I I would love to see him on the Canes, but I still wouldn't be surprised if he's in Chicago again, just because of the fact that. There's maybe still some parts of his game that still isn't there yet, but I can still see him as a seventh. Yeah, so, I mean, really his, uh, sorry, sorry to keep interrupting, but no, oh, you're, you're good. Uh, part of his deal, which I I hadn't considered a seventh, but his minimum this year is three hundred thousand. So yeah, he's re- they really do not want to pay him three hundred thousand to play in Chicago. So I think it, it's going to yeah. be very hard for. Him. He, someone would have to take it from him, like legitimately yeah. take it from him, I think, if he doesn't make yeah. – I hadn't really considered as a seventh. I, I mean, I think he'd be fine at it. He's yeah. old enough, too, where, like, you would want him to develop, but you're not stifling his career if you put him in the press box, right? So I think that makes sense. Yeah. But, <sighs> so many defensemen, that's the problem, too, because, like I said, because you still got Calvin DeHaan is on the PTO. You still have to figure out Ethan Barron is $2 million contract he just signed. And mm-hmm. you just got Coglin in the deal for patches, which he's trying to make his presence known. It's like, oh, no, remember, I'm the other guy in that trade. Yeah. Let's not forget where I'm at and stuff yeah. like that. Because um, a friend of the, sh- you know, a friend of mine, Courtney, you know, Courtney Bowman or Courtney Dagger on Twitter, she even said like when, when they, when Chicago was Vegas's affiliate, mm-hmm. and had, she has to watch them all the time. Coglin was doing the same thing for Chicago, just absolutely just just bomb shots from the blue line, and it's just an absolute lethal goal scorer. Just like that, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him on the on the PP two possibly, if yeah. anything, and just have Burns go one, Coglin go two. I wouldn't be surprised if that I, actually did happen. But yeah, I, definitely big shout out to Courtney for saying something about that because I tweeted about it last night. You know, it's like his his slapper is absolutely insane. So I could definitely see Coglin making a strong case for defensive pair three and possibly a power play two as the quarterback if they want to use him in would that not role. be mad at all i'd love no. that i i like slavin on the power play two but i'd really like him resting 
more. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my thing. Is Slavin is a very good defensive defenseman, He's and it, like, yeah, so it, like put him, keep him running his pe- or penalty kill unit. Yeah, I'm all for that. I mean, the thing yeah. is, for me, he has moments where he has some great goals, but oh, yeah. that's not what he's known for. He's known for being playing his defensive yeah. game and being yeah. our kind of shut down in front of the net. You don't see him doing a lot of what Coglin does or what Burns is kind of known to do or it, things like that. And so having it like being able to rest him on the power play and saving him for penalty kill situations, because you know, we're the hurricanes, we're going to need it. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let him rest for that and uh, lead the power play to the guys who have bombs of a shot and know how to play that quarterback position in the way that we absolutely need and saw in last night's game for sure i i wouldn't say ethan bear possibly i mean ethan bear's got a ripper too he's had some great goals from the blue line last season i mean i I bring it up all the time but the goal against colorado the first time we played him it was fantastic but New, New um, new year's day game against columbus yep so, but I just, I think I, I'd need to see him and I have a feeling we're going to see him in the game tomorrow because Rod's already gotten or given a statement to Walt saying we're going to see a completely different roster. The guys who didn't get to play last night are going to get to play tomorrow night. Um, so we should be able to see him, see what he kind of has to bring to the table after that performance that Coglin gave, gave off. Funny you mentioned that Walt Ruff just tweeted out tomorrow's roster. Ooh. Oh, so, Okay. Here is the roster for the Florida game. Well, if you're everyone's listening, it's tonight, but we're recording this on Wednesday, so we're talking about tomorrow. Calvin DeHaan, Jalen Sheffield, Dylan Coglin, Jack Drury, Ryan Dezingle, Derek Stepan, Stefan Noison, Ethan Bear, Mackenzie Eckenhaus. McCairn. Thank you. McCatron or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, Antti Ranta, Zach Sachenko, who's going to be in Chicago. Uh, Noel Gundler, I was really hyped up on this kid in the uh, prospect tournament. Noel Gundler is going to be really good. Uh, Maxine LaJoy, uh, Grigory Dronov, yeah, Dronov, Justin uh, Robidas, Jordan Martinuk. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restriction supply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Joseph Labat, Andre Kasha, Jameson Reitz, and Velasi Panamarev is going to be tomorrow night's roster. And so there we go. Excited. Yeah, we're going to yeah. see Bear. And sort of his element, depending on, you know, who he's lined up with. Um, But it'll be kind of cool to see them both kind of playing in the same game uh, on the same night because it's going to be really good uh, comparison to be able to see kind of what they're capable of. So I'm I'm excited for that. Who do you guys think they're going to pair with Bear? Do you think they'll go 
uh, Noel, Noel, the, the I could or see Dahan. I could see Dahan. Yeah, uh, let's see. Well, Gunler, actually, Gunler's a right wing, so I would say you might see you might see. Oh, I'm Cotton. sorry, Leja- Maxime, Maxime Lejau. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Oh, it's a legit. I think it's Lejoy. I, mean, I, I say Lejoie, so I guess we, one French of us is right. French-Canadian names are like a mystic art to me, so we can go Lejoie. <laughs> Le, Le Was that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Le, 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 I would say you probably see more of a Sheffield Coughlin, maybe Dahan Bear, and then you're probably going to see Lejoie and uh, Geronov together. He's good, that's, too. That's like a... That's a guy who I think could very easily be your seventh defenseman, but we just yeah. have so many guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would, I would definitely you might you might see a Chatfield Coglin again, or unless they want to split it up. But I mean, honestly, that is a that's a phenomenal. I love I yeah. love this roster. It that is, is it already seven o'clock? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm still ready to go. Yeah, like, but. I don't know. Just it, like, and that's, it, I, I like that that's the kind of lineup you're looking at. Cause my boyfriend Grant and I were having this conversation last night and saying playoffs is kind of to let your bigger guys rest before they kind of get into the, you know, regular season, whatever. And a lot of times teams will use preseason to kind of see if there's any cracks in the roster, who's going to break that crack. Um, get them a little bit of playing time on an NHL or in an NHL type situation before they're sent down respectively to wherever they're going. Um, so this, this will be kind of cool to see at least our somebody or at least two guys or three guys who could be, we could see pretty regularly on defense kind of running that and kind of seeing how that'll work out. Yeah. It's definitely what, what perfect timing for Walt to put that out. Walt, I know. Thank you, so Walt. Thank you, Walt. <laughs> Looking out, we were just talking like, who are we gonna, what, who are we gonna see tomorrow night? And there's the roster, so absolutely but, fantastic. So, but kind of getting back into preseason, our preseason game from, uh, or our first preseason game, uh, yeah. West. Who kind of stood out to you? I know we've talked about a lot of players, but who, who kind of stood out last night? So I thought uh, Peterson looked very active. There mm-hmm. were a lot of mistakes. Takes, but a lot of way more good things i'd say yeah mm-hmm. um and i don't mind because realistically you know it's it i've seen him penciled in as as the fourth center i, I kind of like drew like whatever it is i i want my like young cent, or my young uh center making a ton of mistakes early and let's get them like Make, please make them all in front of Stahl and Brendan Moore now. Let's just get them, get them ironed out and go. I thought he looked really good. Yeah. I, I, I the easy answer is um, Coughlin looked really oh, yeah. like because he was. He, he's always I, I've always heard him or since the trade he's always been described as a like coulda woulda shoulda guy right like he was just a little bit of this or that or the other thing short and um in Vegas from being like a real guy. He looked like a real guy last night, and I thought, uh, "It's it's Vegas. Like they don't they don't yeah. have this count. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing half the time now." But Cock, I thought Kakanyemi looked really. He looked much more aggressive. Like I, I felt mm-hmm. like last year he was a little off the puck. He was playing off people. I don't think that's his game. I think you want him skating north south. He's gonna. He had a play, and I don't remember who he passed it to. It might have been Aho, but he had a trailer, and then he drew two in at the blue line, kind of snaked through them, and then hit an open guy in the faceoff circle. 
Yeah. I had a really good opportunity. Funny yeah. when you give a guy more minutes and put him in that two C <laughs> role, he actually plays to the level he's supposed to. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah. Well, he's not playing him in a four C role with Jordan Martinook and Derek Stepan or all mm-hmm. the type of guys where it's kind of or Stephen Lawrence or kind I of like really liked him on a line with Svetch and Natchez. I yeah, yeah. I said I said this right from the rip of the of like the game started. I'm like this Svetch KK Natchez line, and I had to like the eye emoji of like oh. Like, give me that second line for most of the season. I would not be upset. And so I was like, well, why don't you flip Nietzsche and Aho? I'm like, Nietzsche will never play the first line. No. He might, maybe, but I would never see Nietzsche on a first line with Aho and Tara Vina because Rod loves Seth with those. Th- yeah. Your first line is almost kind of sad. You, I know everyone wants the sat line back, but the line of Tavo. Slavin and Jarvis. Slavin. Or <laughs> my brain has not been having it right now. Aho, Terravine, and Jarvis. Sorry, my I've had a long day at work, and my good, like I said, my, my alarm was going off for an hour straight. My brain is nowhere. It's functioning, but there's gonna be some loops here and there. I had Gunner so. playing defense not three minutes ago, so you're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slavin is my favorite player too. I'm like, wait, he plays defense. What am I talking about? It's, yeah. It is what it is, but no, like that second line, I think from the rip was absolutely amazing. I thought they did a phenomenal job. Like I said, Coglin, he caught my attention right away. Three apples last night. Mm-hmm. He did phenomenal. Uh, he, in my opinion, should have gotten first star. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I see why they gave it a Svetch, but oh man, oh yeah, Cogs was three apples. I think Cock and the Emmy should have gotten second. If it star. wasn't Svetch, if Martinuk had had that same exact game, Coglin would have been first star. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, too, speaking of kind of players standing out as well, and speaking of a Jordan on the team, Jordan Stahl was kind of buzzing that first Yeah, yeah. Did anybody else notice that? Oh, yeah. He was all over the place. Like, this is the Jordan I remember when we first got Mm -hmm. him back in the day. Like, he was on it. Like, he wanted it, and I hate that he he couldn't get one. But that first period, I think everybody was just kind of getting used to playing with each other before things kind of started settling down the second and third. But he was on – like, he was all over the place, and you could see the fire coming out of him. He wanted it so bad. No, he did. Yeah, no, Jordo did great. Like, just going back to the Ajo and Jarvis goals, which were like a minute and 35, like, piece from each other. You take Schmidt out of the equation. They looked exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Nate Schmidt just got absolutely just, hey, uh, there's your ankles. They're in the other, like in the section. <laughs> they're in like the three. They're up in the section. press box. Go and find them. <laughs> yeah. Like just uh, completely undressed him, stole his lunch. First day like, back at work. You're just getting this like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like you for, you forgot to realize that like your, like, sh- like your underwear is outside of your pants and your shirt's tucked into it type thing. It's yep. like you don't want that situation. But the Ajo goal. The Aho goal was great, and like a minute thirty-five later, Seth Jarvis is like, "All right, we all start some scoring some well," and puts it perfectly. He wanted in it the too. In, in in the ninety, like for as someone who played soccer and hockey growing mm-hmm. up and stuff like that, the, if you hit that in that perfect sweet spot of the ninety, where it's just like the crossbar on the post meet mm-hmm. at that point, you tuck it right in there. Yeah. Oh, you you could not hit a more precise shot. It what is I, absolutely phenomenal. What I thought was funny too is he had two different situations in the beginning of the game where he had two open nets and missed on both of them, and then yeah. he's put in a situation to put it right past uh, Legacy. Which situation. let's just talk about yeah. Maxime Legacy. What a heck of a name! Yeah. Oh, it's a great, it's a great hockey name. 
It's yeah, fantastic. But Seth Jarvis, beautiful goal. He he wanted it real bad too after missing those first er, first two open nets, and I was yeah, just like, he yeah. deserved that. Svetch is a midseason form. So is Aho. So mm-hmm. is Jarvis. Jarvis, we're gonna be fine. The dude's good. All I, I already said last week. Jarvis All Star game. Yep. Put it down now. Stromwall. He that was a phenomenal yeah. goal by him too. I'm like, all right, well there you go. There's five. <laughs> yep. Why not? I mean, mm-hmm. Plus Freddie Anderson, sir, have a night. Just for, so back. first game back, no problems. Just shots on goal for the final, it, like final or end of the game, ended up being forty six to twenty one on the Canes. But end of the first period, he took only four shots, and I could immediately tell this dude, it, like even if he only took four shots on goal, like he's back. Yeah, Freddie Anderson is back and ready to freaking go, and I am here for it. Yeah, just overall, I mean, like I said, we we talk about so many guys like Kakanyama, Grand, that two C, that Svech, that Svech KK, um, Nietzsche's second line, Mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. I enjoy like Stasny on that third line. He already looks at home. I would not be upset with a Stasny, Stahl, and Faust together. Oh, that's I think that line makes a lot. Of, that, there's a yeah. lot of veteran savvy on that line too. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that is that is such a mature, sexy line with those three together. It's just <laughs> absolutely fantastic. The fourth line, yeah, I, I, line in your area looking for singles type. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but it's just like the fourth line because we talk about the spaces. Like, do you see like people are like kind of like question the fourth line? Like, don't get too attached to that fourth line. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be their opening night. Like, no. No. You like expect like a Drury, Martinuk, and Kasha on that fourth. Like I kept saying that like, Kasha is gonna be your third line guy, but you have Stastny on that third line and how he looked with those guys. I wouldn't be upset with it if you put Kasha on the fourth with Drury and Martinuk. That is a solid fourth line. Mm-hmm. I would not be upset with that fourth line not if it was all. those guys. Like that's like an amount of finish too. Cause last year, and I think this is part of why I really like Stevie Lawrence. This is part of why he's gone. Uh, Warren Geeky, part of kind of why he, he wasn't a tremendous skater either. But we have right. so much effort, and the the amount of chances our fourth line generates is shocking compared to the oh yeah, the and it's just gargoyle <laughs> hands trying to bury these goals. And Kosh is a guy where if it's on his tape, he's gonna and he's healthy. He's right. He's gonna bury yeah. it. So yeah. I, I love Kasha. It, it's he's obviously overqualified to do that but if we just have anybody with any amount of finish on the fourth line we'd really be in business yeah well of course you know rod has his lines yeah but yeah it's just it's one of those things where it's like it's so cool just of how but how potentially that fourth line is going to be so i would be it would be so phenomenal but i mean Overall, I think it was a great game. I mean, like, what were your thoughts overall? Like, I know we talked about a lot of players and stuff like that who stood up. Like, what were your thoughts overall when it came to that game? So you were actually there. Like, I, I what was the atmosphere like? What was just the game in general like for you? It's funny because it's 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 a weird crowd because it's mostly empty, right? Uh, right. There are not a lot of people going to Tuesday uh, or uh, opening night preseason game type stuff, right? Right. But the people who do go are all pretty hardcore, so that's very fun. I, I thought leaving the big thing for me is uh, I don't listen as much anymore, but 
uh, one of the things Steve Dangle of the Steve Dangle podcast, the Zamboni Ooh. driver guy. <laughs> I, lo- I love Steve. I listen to his podcast. I watch all of his videos. Like I don't like even He's if good. they do win. Even if they do win, I still watch because just the way he talks about it and, and just all the stuff. I like, like when they win. He's just like abused oh. puppy, like coming out of his shell when they win. It's awesome. I know, right? It's so great. And like the thing I also like too is just with how, um, like his like hat picks and his like dang it's videos, absolutely phenomenal. I even have his like physical copy of his book and his audio book, which if anyone hasn't yet, please go get it. It's phenomenal. Like reading it is great. I love the audio version better because it's actually him narrating his own book. Yeah. And it's so great. Like, I highly recommend it. Get Steve Dangle's book and the audio book. I will both. have to check it out. I didn't know he had a book. Yeah, get both. Get the physical copy and the audio book version. Because, I mean, they're both they're both going to be good regardless. But the audio version, for me, absolutely the best because it's him doing it. So, But one of the things he had talked about when Freddie played for the Leafs, and this is during the pandemic part two season the 56 game season right people recall freddie Mm -hmm. was mostly hurt campbell came and kind of snatched the starting job from him and that was that and what i remember vividly before even getting uh i'm totally blanking on his name the goalie danish red hair freddie anderson um but even before getting freddie one of the things he talked about is freddie anderson is shockingly cool under pressure right And when he's hurt, he's not. He gets happy feet. He's jittery. So that was the number one. We could have lost that game 300 to zero. As long as Freddie was calm and collected in the net, I was going to feel fine. And he obviously looked tremendous, but mostly calm and collected. So that was my big takeaway. Yeah. We're going to need him, especially with Patches hurt. You're going to need him to be a top three Vesna guy again. Which he should have been last year. Yeah. Even. Even though, oh, there's only a week left in the season, we're not going to give him the nomination. We're going to get Sassy Zach back. No, no. <laughs> I, I've been on my soapbox enough about Freddie Anderson because I, lo- I I will defend any hurricane. Uh, well, TA I did not last year because I'm not a fan of him. So if anyone's, everyone who knows the our new moniker for TDA is now TA because he doesn't know how to play defense. He was the <laughs> only guy I did not stood up for. Thank you, Brad Moore from uh, Storm Cellar for that, for that joke. Yeah. Um, I did not defend him because I'm not a fan of his at all. Any other Kane will defend to the ends of the earth. Ex- well, yeah. Well, Eric Halla, no. Dezingle, we'll see. But Eric Halla, no. He, <sighs> just no. no. But yeah, like don't trash my Freddie Anderson. Like stop it. Stop it right now. But overall, better. yeah. I mean, honestly, overall, I thought it was a great game. It's preseason game one. Don't get too hyped about it. I'm going to get excited regardless because it's it's hockey. It's the Hurricanes. Like. Everyone saw my life. Tw- like I was live tweeting the game last night. It's like mm-hmm. you can like I, try, I gotta get the fingers ready for the rest of the season because it's you gotta, yeah. gotta, gotta get into form early. But it's you're gonna be excited regardless. It's hockey. Yeah, you don't want to get your takes too high and stuff like that. It's just yeah. for me. It's just enjoy it, but also be like okay, yeah, you know, some guys need some work and stuff like that. But I mean, ultimately, we know that Rod and those guys are gonna pick the best roster possible, and just. Try to bring more positivity to her. Just bring more positivity because we all know how Twitter is. Yeah. So it's just that's that's how I look into it every season. Just try to look at the positives and just be like, you know what? It's hockey. Can't win every night. It is what it is. It's like you said too. There's like a ton of space between 
the Hurricanes are the worst, or preseason doesn't matter, they're the worst team ever, and I'm, yeah. I'm not going to pay my mortgage for the year and put it all on a, like, Hurricanes Stanley Cup future. You could just be like, <laughs> oh, we won 5-1, and, like, you know, in the grand you know, scheme of the universe, does this matter? No, but, like, feel pretty good now, so, you know. Yeah, it's, it's hockey. I mean, how can you not be excited for it? Yeah. So, like, Bailey, what were your overall thoughts? Because I know we, t- like, we brought down the goals, we talked about certain players. Like, what were your overall thoughts just in general about game one of the preseason? I mean, I honestly loved every single minute of hockey I was watching. The only kind of critique I have, and they fix this going into the second and third periods, was I almost feel as though there was a lack of communication between some of the guys, especially when we were back in our zone, like yeah. kind of puck transfers, stuff like that. Um, but overall, I feel like there was a great energy from everyone. Uh, Stastny looked really at home on a line with Stahl and Faust. Um, everybody was, it, like I said, it took everybody a little bit to kind of get in their element. But to see the roster that we had for this first game, it was kind of cool to get at least a little bit of a glimpse as to what this upcoming season could look like, despite me trying not to get my hopes up for <laughs> what we're going to see. Um, my yeah. my big highlight takeaway from the night, uh, even though I went in kind of iffy about it, was definitely our power play. Right, um, yeah. Our power play was on it. If we can continue looking like that for the rest of the season going into the playoffs, I you will never hear a complaint from me. Yeah, it's... It's definitely exciting, that's for sure. And Wes, I heard a lot of rumblings on Twitter about uh, a certain beer. Oh my gosh. Disaster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I love Storm Brew, and I know a lot of people are kind of like they're iffy on it. It's a light beer. It's not like like the fact that it's not like at $7.50 instead of $5. And it's like the $2.50 markup, it's not that good to get that much of a markup. And I'm like, yeah, it's a little much. <laughs> It's it's a little much for a hike, but am I still gonna get it? Well, obviously, it's a Hurricanes beer. Like I'll, drink, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna drink myself into oblivion on a seven dollar or seven dollar fifty cent beer, but like it's still something. Like That's I'll get it yeah. and drink it. Yeah, like like I said, it's a like if you're like, oh, it's not that great. I'm like, it's a light beer. It literally is a light lager. Like Mike Benskaka says it on every Canes cast. It's a light beer. Like I don't know what you're I don't know what you're kind of expecting here. It's like it's not going to be like a full draft. I mean, yeah, it it. I think it's I think it's good. I'm not saying it's the greatest beer ever, like, but I still like I think it's the greatest light beer that I've had. If I, I'll put it I'll put it that way, would I still pay seven fifty for a beer? Well, yeah, because it's a it's a Hurricanes beer. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to get it regardless. I'm yeah. just not going to get multiple ones. <laughs> it, it was tough to see because at first I didn't even realize. I just, uh, I, I, uh, first off game day for game day for me is I'm a fairly heavy drinker. So we probably finish about eight of those from puck <laughs> drop to the end. So yeah, you know, 50 cents is brutal. Yeah. But... You, you kind of felt, kind of felt that a little bit. Yeah, like, see, like for me, as the, as the one, as the person who has to drive, the one is good enough just to say, like, hey, I had a storm brew, and that's yeah. about it. But I yeah, literally like, walk home. So some of these games, especially you get a good big old win, some of these games I'm leaving, I'm like, thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Your your brother reminded us, like, yeah, Wes just got a house close to the arena so he can walk to it. I'm like, that's actually pretty smart because he's never mm-hmm. has to worry about parking. And like you yep. said just now, you get about seven or eight deep. You're like, yeah. 
Good thing I don't have to realize, walk home. <laughs> I didn't even realize there was a price increase until, like, normally, again, I frequent this stand a lot. We're in the same section we were last year. So I go up, I hit my 20%. It's like 12, 40 something. Have a nice day. And it, when you, for those who don't regularly buy things at the PNC arena, you, you know, you do your little Apple pay or whatever. It right. shows the price. It says, thank you. And it's got PNC arena underneath it. So right. I always like check. It's always 1240 something. I'm on my way. I check. It's like 19 something or other. And I was like, whoa, like, what's going on? <laughs> and I turn around and I see the sign. I think everything in the arena has gone up. My, I went with my wife. She, I don't remember what nachos were previously, but she nachos were now $16. It sucks when that happens, but that's part of when the owner commits to pay half of refurbishing and building the restaurant and all of that. It's just kind of like, yeah. it's, part it's, of it, pro- I guess. it's probably going to be a small temporary thing just until, you know, they kind of hit back even on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's terrible. But, I mean, yeah. it, it does suck. But it's like, I think it's more of a temporary thing, just like you said, because of the refurbishing and stuff like that. I mean, you're not having the taxpayers pay for, you know, all the fixing of the arena. So, you, you it would make sense. You might see a little bit of a hike in certain areas. But, I mean, it is what it is. So, but see so yeah, how I, I usually try to eat before I go to the arena. And then if mm-hmm. I get something, it's like maybe like a pretzel or something small and a beer. Yeah. And that's about it. My dad that's and I have had more. So we're, we're with you now. Yeah. No, my dad <laughs> and I have had like a season tradition ever since I started going to games with him when I was a kid during the second intermission, we go and get dip and dots, but that's about with the yeah. price increases. That's about all you're going to see on my credit <laughs> card besides a storm brew or two. Yeah, like like I'll like I'll sacrifice the seven fifty or like the fifteen dollars for two, maybe if I want to go for a second one. But I mean, that's really about it, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I I saw like people were not really happy about that. But I'm like, it sucks. I get that you don't want to pay seven fifty for a beer. I mean, it's worse than other places. But I mean, the thing is, it's not like a because like, there's places where you go, it's like a plastic cup, like it's an eight ounce plastic cup, and it's like seven dollars. I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No way, an eight ounce cup should be about seven bucks. Nope. But the, I know because like the, I know that the storm brews at PNC are bigger than the normal twelve ounces, so yeah. it's like they're but they're not exactly a tall boy, so it's kind of like that middle ish range of whatever you want to call that type of beer. I'll still pay seven fifty for that size, just because it's like okay, it's not you know, a twelve. Yeah. But well, it used to be stealing. That's what because you would you would for a a light beer that's not on special, yeah. four to five at a bar is generally where you're at, right? Yeah. So like paying bar prices in an arena was robbery. Like I, you always felt like you were getting over on somebody, which I guess you kind of were, and they've now. Kind of, kind of kind of figured it out so i mean yeah. that's like the world just shocking yeah so well, i know i'm getting some storm brews because it's a hurricane we don't get that in south carolina so whenever i'm in the care when i'm in north carolina you best believe i'm getting a storm brew at the game and i'm going to my nearest food line when we hit the border to take a 12 pack back with me to, yes, back with me to south carolina because that's why i did that's why i did the last time i was up there um when i met prime when i met the primal x guys our amazing sponsor I stopped at a food line on my way back and just grabbed a 12 pack and brought it back with me to South Carolina. So I can have some storm brews while watching some Canes games. So that's what exactly what I'm doing on opening night in a couple weeks. Yeah. Stopping and getting me a couple, give me a couple packs and just taking them back with me because mm-hmm. we don't get them down here, unfortunately. 
So after all that, if you're still listening to us, our, our, our show about an hour and 10 ish minutes in, I don't know about you, Bailey and Wes, but I think it's time to do our forgotten canes yes. segment of the show. So Wes, you're the guest. Who I have your... way too much anxiety to go for. We'll let Bailey go to let you get used to the format of how we do it. We'll have Bailey go first for this one. So Bailey, you said it's a, you're going to throw us for a loop. I'm really curious. Who is your Forgotten Canes player for Season 2, Episode 14? Yeah, so I'm going for an interesting format here. Um, my Forgotten Cane for today is a current player on the roster. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which is interesting, but many people may not know this. He was in two different NHL drafts. Um, His first entrance into the draft was in 2010, where he was drafted by the Canes. And he, or yeah, I think it was uh, 2010. um, And he was considered a prospect or uh, in the farm system for up until the 20, or he was part of the farm system for the 2011, 2012 season, um, which by the way, I found some memorabilia in my bookshelf and I'm going off the yearbook, which if you guys are on YouTube, you will see that on the screen. Um, And this is the only reason I know this. So I can thank that yearbook for the fact that this is my forgotten cane, but he was drafted uh, 187th overall in the seventh round of the 2010 draft year by the Canes. Um, And he ended up not being able to come to terms with the Canes. Uh, So ended up going back into the draft and he was drafted 87th overall in the third round by the Ducks in 2012. Wes guessed it. Yeah, he did. I think think he got it right. Um, I didn't want to spoil it, but please keep going. I just want to hear that. Yeah, I think he kind of got it. Um, So he played a little bit in Anaheim before moving on to Toronto. It's done. He played there. And then we got him, uh, and he is our what we considered our or what we consider our one A goalie this past season. Uh, got hurt with his uh, MCL. That is Mr. Freddie Anderson, which what, was kind what? of a surprise for me because I never knew he was in the system, which is why yeah. I chose him as my forgotten cane. Yeah. He so was. I thought that was very interesting. Just like how we had um, Eric Johnson drafted. Him. Yeah. Never drafted never them. played for the canes but nope nope now, now you play in colorado and mm-hmm. all that good stuff but yeah 
Wes got it. He's like, like when you said, you know, he was with Carolina, didn't play, went back into the draft. And he said, and he, before he even said Anaheim, he's like, I think I'm going to guess Freddie. You said I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to spoil it, but I, because Canes fans who have been around long enough, that, that like 14, 15 things were not great. And one of the big things on our list was like, man, if we had a starting goalie, we'd be really. Yeah. Not to dance on Cam Ward's grave, but obviously that that had kind of come to an end, and we were shouting to the heavens for a goalie. And because yeah. when Freddie Anderson made it in Anaheim, that was the story, and I was like, "You monster! Like, how dare you do this to us?" You- Honestly, though, I, I the thing for me was like, and I'm I'm gonna defend Cam Ward to the day I die. Mm-hmm. He's right there, <laughs> so <laughs> I kind of have to. For me, I, I love Cam for sure. For me, I, no, I. It, for me, it's like though that dark era Canes. I think they that that did Cam very dirty because everyone's like, "Oh, well, Cam Ward's over the hill. He's washed up." Blah 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 blah. No, the team was bad, and there's only so much you can do as a goalie. It was like, well, there's goalies who make bad teams really better too. Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, but if you're getting peppered like 40, 50 shots a game. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Those teams were very bad in front of Cam Ward, and, I'm, and I will say this: any Kings fan who's gonna be like, well, er, like old Cam Ward wasn't great for the Hurricanes. He was terrible. We needed a good goalie. No, you just needed a good team <laughs> in front of Cam Ward. Yep. Like so, miss me with the Cam Ward was overwashed, overrated. He should his number should be retired because he did do nothing in his back half of his of his career. Not a lot of guys could do very much in the back half of their career in Carolina. Yeah, during the dark ages. So I don't want to hear anyone say that Cam Ward's number doesn't deserve to be retired because it should be retire he, it already. Yeah, <laughs> like he got us a cup. He won the Conn Smythe as a rookie. He set the rookie yeah. record for the most for wins in a playoff. Like he did a He's lot. He's one of, of three goalies to do what he did in 06, which I learned from uh, Ray on the Storm Cellar. Yeah, like guy too. Like people for like. That 09 run, which obviously ended in complete disaster, uh, an all-time heartbreaker. Yeah. A lot of that was Cam Ward, right? People, exactly. Yeah, for a very long time, and somebody might have done it since, but for a very long time, uh, Luongo and Cam Ward were the only goalies with back-to-back 2000 save seasons because he took a lot of shots because we were, as you said, bad. So I, I think people – it's kind of like the Eric thing too, right? There's this like weird like cult of like anti Eric, anti Cam. It's like, hey man, you're not one one seeing a goalie away from getting it done. If it's if it's Eric Stahl, Cam Ward, and then Zach Bailey West on the ice together, there's there's problems. That's not really an NHL team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of what right, those guys are yeah, yeah. I, like I don't like I don't want people like. There's even people that say like Glenn Wesley. This number doesn't deserve to be retired. And I'm like, pump the brakes. Uh, Glenn Wesley was with the Whalers and the Hurricanes for a long time. He was a solid pillar on that defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to hear why two doesn't deserve to be retired. And so I, I'm waiting for the day someone's like, well, Rod Brendamore is never should have retired. I'm like, if you say anything bad about Rod Brendamore, you're, you... you're catching some hands. You're catching some hands. You're treading on thin ice, my friend. No pun intended. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, I don't understand the people who are against Eric Stahl or against Cam Ward. The fact that those guys stayed there for as long as they did. Mm-hmm. The only reason why Cam Ward went to Chicago is because he was. <laughs> He just wanted they, they wanted one last run, and it was Chicago was still kind of what they were doing, what they were doing at the time. But it's like those guys played you, through a lot of injuries too. Like Eric had a chronic knee issue and still yep. being double shifted by Paul Maurice. 
Cam oh, Ward gosh. had that guy. I don't remember which player did it, but was attacking the net. Totally coincidence. Cut him on the inside of his thigh. He came back before that was 100%. You know, yeah. did they end up being the exact players you would have projected them to be after the 06 Cup? Probably not. But were they incredibly important and transformative players while they were here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think those years look like without Eric and without Cam? They're not great. Oh. They're, they're <laughs> not great. They were already they were already bad under Kirk Mueller and uh, the other guy. We're ne- we never mentioned on this podcast because <laughs> he's an absolute scumbag. But I mean, what are you going to do with the, with those guys as coach and the fact that you had a GM that wasn't the GMs at the time weren't doing anything to make the team any better. And plus, you had an owner at the time who was like, "I really don't want to put money back." Just going to fantasy lower the salary cap. See, it all comes full circle. Yeah, so we the hurricane the front office wasn't doing the, the team on the ice any favors, and plus those knockoff Red Wings jerseys did not make it any better either. Nope. nope. Like I joke about it. I do have a Skinner one because it was like ninety bucks, and I'm like, I'll get a ninety dollars Skinner jersey because why not? But I mean, it's just it. I really don't want to hear people say Cam Ward is bad because he had a great career. It's just he got sidelined by an injury. Yeah. That didn't help in a team that was just not good. So, but yeah, but going back, well, <laughs> off our tangent, <laughs> off our tangent, yeah, which we always do. But Freddie Anderson, the the fact that West got it like that, I'm like, because yeah. when you said when you said Carolina, I'm like, it's like it's a goalie. I'm like, it's got to be Freddie. When, when you Ooh. said drafted twice, there might have been another game that happened to you, but that's the only one I knew. So I was like, I'll I'll shoot Adam, and see if I'm right. Adam, was that Adam Fox the double? No, he was. Tra- I think he it was, was just, just drafted and then like traded. A, yeah, because he basically told he was like, "I'm going to be a Ranger," and then Calgary was like, "We'll call your bluff." Didn't work, and then yeah. he at least played a little bit nicer with us. He's like, "Well, maybe I'd be about this Carolina thing." Yeah, man, if we had Adam Fox, what a world that would be! <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, like. I was like, you know, like the goalie, like it started to sound normal. Then when Wes said Freddie, I'm like, oh, it's got to be Freddie. Then you said Anaheim. I'm like, yep, done deal. I don't, yep. hear, I don't hear anyone else. So yeah, but so, that was the, that, that was a nice pick. That was I, that I, was very nice. Yeah, I feel it, it's not it's not my normal. It's not our normal format. But I, I just works. I don't know. Like I I was flipping through on my way up to Denver with Grant, um, and I saw him in the what was it. I'm, I'm flipping through in the system, like because they've got yeah. this like in the system. Oh, it's fantastic! I, I, I love I love the old school right programs. here, and I was like, oh my god, no freaking way! So yeah. I, I didn't know that, but yeah, I, I, I see that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, you became a fan in that season, so it's kind of like how would you have yeah really known that mm-hmm. and stuff like that too? So I mean, it, it makes sense. But honestly, Freddie Anderson, fantastic pick <laughs> as our quote unquote forgotten cane for the episode. <laughs> All right, Wes. Who's your forgotten cane? Give me one second. You can go first. Okay. Uh let's see. Hmm. I don't think you guys are gonna get this one, but Wes maybe could, but we'll see. So this guy was drafted uh eleventh overall in the nineteen ninety. NHL draft by the okay. Calgary Flames. Okay. He is from he's from Dugald, Manitoba. He's a goalie, so we're sticking with our goalie theme here. He played two seasons in Carolina. 97-98, 98-99 as a 25 and 26-year-old. He finished with a record 
after 72 games in Carolina with a 28-31-9 and record. That's when ties still existed in the NHL, if that means anything. Uh, 158 goals allowed. Uh, let's see, a save percentage of 916 and a goals against average of 2.34. He had five shutouts. His best season was his 97-98 season where he played 47 games. He finished 21-21-3 and with a 922 save percentage and a 217 goals against average and three shutouts. And this guy is very well known for his pads because they're checkered pattern. I'm pretty sure. Check the chat because it's there already. I'm pretty sure I did get this one. Oh, you probably Yeah, just before I even said checkered pattern, some people might know this guy. I, I love goalies. Not to, like, oh, that's my oh, favorite I, position. I, so. I, 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 I like this guy. We need to have him back on more <laughs> often. <laughs> but, Bailey, I'm, I'm going to let you guess on this one. I have no clue. No clue at all. No clue. I wish a lot, I a, a lot of former a lot of Hurricanes fans right now are gonna be screaming out there. If you're I listening know. to this on your in your I'm gonna car, try to find or... a picture of these pads. Can I like show that in the chat? Is that gonna? Would you guys uh, no, that but might, if, might... if you can send it to me, I'll put it on the YouTube video. Okay. Yeah, but no, like, who have... is your forgotten cane, Zach? <laughs> it's just so it's Trevor Kid. Okay. That's, yeah, that's my forgotten cane. So uh, going back to the throwback canes of the early days, okay. he, was actually, he was he was actually also uh, one of my canes cards of the day guys too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Trevor Kid. A lot of people were like, "It's Trevor Kid. He's a checker pattern pads. It's Trevor <laughs> Kid." <laughs> yeah. oh, no, man. I I do I recognize the name. I just I don't. Yeah. Yeah tremendous yeah. tremendous pads so oh fantastic pads plus the flow back then too fantastic so that, that was a good one Th- these were both good okay right, right. a lame in comparison <laughs> hey you know hey i did martin Furk last week with your brother and he only played <laughs> two games with the cane so that's the week before last yeah well no because it, it was the same week oh it was week. it was week yeah. before last yeah because we had yeah because it was him and um Jared, Jared, Ellis. Jared Ellis from Locked on Canes. Yeah. All, all my weeks blend together. I forget, <laughs> I forget who we had, who won it. There's Actually, a shocking number of like cool people doing like Canes podcasts. It's yeah. like, it's, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T- yeah. Tell me, because I was actually on another Hurricanes podcast 2017 before I went on the road in 2018 as a driver. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was like us and like maybe one other, and that was it. So, like, mm-hmm. the fact that just is where we've seen the growth from seven, 2017 to now, massive yeah. difference of where we're looking at now in terms of Kane's podcast. Like, there's a lot more. When you're good and good at social media, the Scott, especially, too, for a while. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, I like TDA as a player, but he is obviously an extremely polarizing person. And when mm-hmm. they survived the TDA bullet, I was like, oh, okay, but we've got some real goodwill going out here on the streets these days. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. If signed TDA in 2016, like, it'd have been over. It'd have been oh, over. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. TA's already, like, everyone, everyone's already found his burner already. It was, it was that quick. He, he, he's back to his old shenanigans in Philly. So. Did you see that it's potentially another Flyers burner that he made now? Oh, I'm not surprised. That, <laughs> that was quick. Carolina, Carolina just told him to just not do it. Now he's back with the, now he's back with a with a you know an older team in Philly. When the New York Rangers fan burner was actively like these Rangers fans are the worst people in the world, I was like, bro, your cover is blown. Like you have to calm down. Yeah, and he's already doing it in Philly. I'm like, everyone's like, oh, look, we found TA's burner already. I'm like, that was quick. So, but, but well, I have <laughs> my Canes player. So I wanted to go with somebody. I didn't really know who I wanted to pick. I, I one of the things that is like, like a, a, a point of pain for me personally, something that drives me crazy about the Hurricanes fandom. But when you are bad for as long as the Canes were bad. All you have is prospects, and you're mm-hmm. like, this kid's going to come up, and he's going to be the the next one, right? Right. And so I was just kind of thinking about that recently, and then uh, you let me know about this segment. So I picked, and I don't think he was ever the chosen one, but he was a very hyped player when he had one very good season. I picked uh, Jamie McBain, uh, okay. Okay. defenseman. Jamie McBain, the year the Canes hosted the – all-star game it was yep eric stall and cam ward were both in it and then i believe he played like the rising stars or like the skill competition or something like that and a very good year i pulled up and this this was as a defenseman so that year he had seven goals 23 assists 30 points second year in the league really his first full season Uh, all of that immediately stopped he had another fine season the year after, and then post-lockout, it all just kind of fell apart for him. Yep. Um, yeah. Jamie McBain drove me crazy for a very long time. Because yeah. People thought he – first off, the decline kind of came out of nowhere, and he was like a solid player, like a yeah. top four-ish guy on a small market team. Yeah, and he then, was. And then the – you know, it's hard with athletes because some you, you never – like maybe their mom died or they lost a step or he got paid. He, he got a contract and maybe that's, you never know what happens, but yeah, that switch was flipped and that was the end of Jamie McBain. So. Which is, which is wild too. Yeah. I was yeah. actually, I was at that all-star game. And I remember that too. I was like, huh, look at that. Jamie McBain. And then heard nothing from him since. Yeah. So yeah that's I, brutal. I think he, I'm going to pull it up. Hold on. I, I think, think he was, he was a Buffalo at one point, I think. Yeah. But. Cause that was, he had like a little bit of a, rebound there stop yeah 
heard of a hurricane that's happened to you before. And then it was a complete disaster the year after. Uh, uh, well, where, where do I start? <laughs> yeah, how, much so longer yeah. do we, how much longer do we have on this podcast? To do? <laughs> uh, but honestly, Wes, fantastic pick. Yeah. I mean, we got Jamie McBain, we got Trevor Kidd, and we got Freddie Anderson. So as... funny story. Uh, when I hosted the Ladies Night podcast, Sam actually also chose Jamie McBain as her forgotten cane, which really? I think is really go. cool. Um, I don't think she gave as many kind of stats, cool moments, whatever, just because she is originally a Flyers fan who's kind of joined the Canes fandom due to the Wolves, stuff like that. But uh, honestly, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure he was on the roster about the time I started getting into the Canes. I remember mm. that name vividly yeah. in my head because I, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before when I was starting to get into the team I was so mad that everybody around me was starting it like talking about players and numbers and everything like that and I was like I want to know the team so I literally made flashcards <laughs> with a number on the front and a name on the back and I'd bring them to games with me with our good friend Dave Farrell and his son and uh, sometimes his uh, Dave's brother Casey would join whatever and I'd bring them and I'd be like okay can you quiz me on these numbers and names so I can awesome. like actually know who I'm looking at on the ice and I'd like update it for like the next year or so. And then I stopped doing it cause it got kind of easier for me to kind of get into it. And I'm like, okay, a lot of these guys aren't changing. Like it's yeah. just some yeah. leave, some go, whatever. Um, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some, a lot of the dark ages. Kings are like, all right, these guys yeah. are going to last more than a season. Let's see. Nope. How those <laughs> yeah, it's like, but yeah, no, yeah. Jamie McBain, great pick. Fantastic pick. Thank you guys. Well, yeah, of course. Well, you know what? I think this is a good place for us to end the end of the show. But before we actually go and let everyone enjoy the rest of their day, because we are dropping this in the afternoon, so that way everyone has enough time to listen to the show, probably about an hour and a half or so, which is totally fine, and then go watch the game later on Hurricanes, uh, the website. Where they'll do that stream as well. They're streaming all the preseason games on there, doing the radio calls and stuff like that. So a perfect little, like, appetizer to tonight's game if you're listening to this on thursday so before we go wes where can people find you on the soldiers and where people can find your podcast so you can find the podcast everywhere wherever there are podcasts you can find it um you can find me on twitter this is colin very good at social media wesley (laughs) not tremendous at uh social media so uh, you can just find just me trying at, to get used to that, right? Yeah. Just like trying try to get into the routine of like, okay, man, you start posting a, you know a couple of times. It a actually day. like annoys me because I don't understand where he like finds the time and the energy and like Colin's like on this day in Kane's history, Eric Stahl ordered like a strawberry jumbo yep. and he's got the Getty's image there and it, it's it's blowing up left and right. And I'm like, bro, what is like? How do you know this stuff? <laughs> If it happened in a game, I remember it. But the rest of it, he's like, oh, yes, the February 12th game where Stormy's left paw fell off in a game and a child cried. I'm like, bro, who like who is this for? Like, how do you know these things? Yeah, right? You're but like, you what? Can, you can find me at uh, Kane's, like Kane's Hurricanes, Kane's Report and see uh, the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere. Um, I only have the one episode now we're about to go do a cool thing together <laughs> once that's recorded i'm a i'll have that out probably on friday and okay. yeah that's where you can find me and quickly too because i don't actually know this is a genuine question let's mm-hmm. say i am an uninformed hurricanes fan is it the like 
like carolinahurricanes.com that you can watch the games or where do you actually watch the the away yeah. games? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, there's it's a home and away. So they're doing it's carolinahurricanes.com on the actual team's website. Um when it gets closer to our game time, um they're gonna have a thing on their on their main website. It's like watch stream and just click on that. If you can't find that, the Hurricanes Twitter and Walt Ruff will post it. Yeah, so you, you'll Walt's go on my there. man, hundred grand. That's my that's my guy. Yeah, well, yeah, Walt. Yeah, Walt's the dude. If Walt's you're looking for anything, edgy. sharp yeah. dressed man. Yes, he is. Great, hey, great guy for two episodes. Hopefully, we can get him on for a third and a fourth and a fifth. So that's the hopefully the plan. But yeah, just go on the Hurricanes website. You'll be able to find it there. If not, check Twitter. Um, with like Bailey said, Walt Ruff or the Hurricanes, I'll post a link for it and be able to watch it there. Bailey, where can people find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Bailey Curtis, and that's Bailey with two Y's. Um, I talk a lot of hockey. Um, so uh, if you guys are interested, whether it's Canes, whether it's Avalanche, whatever it might be, I love talking hockey. Uh, DM me, shoot me a mention on your timeline, whatever. I would love to chat with you. Um, you can find me on a more personal basis on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, not super active on there, but that's kind of a more insight and personal insight on my life, whatever. Um, and I'll let Zach kind of give the rest of the information for the surge cast, but I'm the one that kind of runs all the YouTube shenanigans. If you're watching, hello. Um, but you can find the surge cast on YouTube. Uh, definitely hit that subscribe button down below hit like, uh, would love to, uh, if you have anything to say about the episode or episodes past, definitely comment. I love interacting with you guys. Um, and yeah. Yeah, definitely have to do that. Also, hit the bell for notifications too, because that, that way, that way you don't, why you don't forget when our show drops on the YouTubes, which would help with the algorithm because that'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you can find me at One True Zach on Twitter. That's O N E True Zach. Uh, you can find the podcast at the Search Cast, where we do have a link tree in our bio, um, where you could go find our podcast on all podcast platforms. You can also check out our YouTube channel from there as well, and also check out our amazing sponsors, Primax Hockey Level of Snacks. And in the clutch apparel, make sure to check all of them out too. And you can also go check out Billy Up Sports as well if you want to look for more other podcasts or articles and all that good stuff. Um, and also, a little quick thing, uh, Billy, guess what? I got an email from Chartable the other day. We are the sixth most popular hockey podcast in the country of Denmark. Ladies and gentlemen, way to be <laughs> going, going a little, going a little Danish. And I, I got to get some Danish pastries just to celebrate yes. the fact with the number six podcast in Denmark. I knew Freddie Anderson Thank was going to be your forgotten cane. They all tuned <laughs> in already. Yes, we love our Danes. Uh, hey. Thank you to all of our listeners in Denmark. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great day to be a Dane is all I have to say about that. There we go. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, so thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast so far. Uh, like I said, just check out all the links to go find us on there as well. If you want to find me on Instagram with more of a D&D flavor and just videos and stuff like that, it is now Keeniac Zach. It's not Zach R. Martin 22 anymore. It's Kaniac Zach. My other podcast I'm on with our good friend Beth, she is not a fan of it because it's a Hurricanes-related one, and we talk about women's hockey and the Blackhawks. So <laughs> there's been some <laughs> Sorry, choice Beffers. words. Sorry, Beth, but I mean, it is what it is. But definitely check me out on there. I've also been uh, watching and staying up to date with a little bit more of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League uh, on my Twitter. So you might see a little bit more of a, 
some junior hockey from Saskatchewan on there too. It's just it's very random, but the league follows me, the commissioner follows me, so it's it's a good time just you know talking about some Saskatchewan junior hockey because you never know there might be some gems in there coming to the Hurricanes. So why not? So, but thank you everyone listening to the podcast so far, Wes. Thank you so much for yeah. joining us today. This was a lot of fun. I'm curious to see which between you and your brother who's going to have the most downloads. I get that it sounds show. like like a joke, like ha ha ha. I'm just going to listen to it. That's not a joke. Like there's no, joke <laughs> I, like, no I, like there's there's a there's a brotherly rivalry to see who can get the most downloaded. I'm going to be able to recite this podcast word for word. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, I love it. But also, Colin, I just literally subscribed and hit the bell at the Ooh. end of this. So I'm just saying, like I didn't know you guys were on YouTube. Now I do. Um, and now, like I said, subscribed, hit the bell. I'm all in. So just saying. Hey, Wes, we appreciate Check. you, my man. We are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, sir, you've been called out. But Wes, like I said, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to be joining yeah. you on your podcast here in a little bit. But until next week for episode 15 of season two of the Searchcast, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. Our guest, Wes, and we'll see you next time here. to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 